I'm Jenica. And I'm Matthew. And And you're you're listening listening to Through the Grapevine, where we talk with students, teachers, and PUC alumni about their experiences, insight, and stories. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the author. They do not reflect the views or opinions of Pacific Union College. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope that you guys have been having a good week and a great day, and thank you for tuning in and listening. Matthew and I are here today with Miss Manny. Say hello, Manny. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Manny wanted to be on the podcast, and we were so excited to have a guest, like, actually reach out to us and want to be on it, so thank you so much for that, and... I guess before we get started, we can talk about our weekends or like our what's been going on in our lives lately because Matthew actually just came back from a school camping trip. You want to tell us about that, Matthew? Yeah, so I'm in an outdoor experience class. Uh, I just needed three credits, so I kind of just chose a random class and I wasn't really expecting to go backpacking. <laughs> and this past weekend, it was a two-day trip, so Sunday and then Monday, uh, we just hiked about I believe like eight miles something like that and we carried it around like 25 to 30 pounds on our backs and just throughout the whole trip it was it was pretty nice I love the the views it was we went to Point Reyes never been I would I'd, I would suggest going it's like it's really nice if you're going for a day trip what was the last day coming back like oh the last day coming back that was interesting because everybody was so tired we had no food or snacks and um, it was like maybe less than half a mile. I rolled my ankle. <laughs> I'm definitely not cut out for backpacking, but yeah. Did you have to bring your own food? Is that why you ran out? Yeah, I had to bring my own food. I had spent almost $40 just on three dehydrated meals. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to bring snacks. Does cup of noodles count as dehydrated meals? So for our trip, she didn't allow us to bring cup noodles. Oh. Yeah, she said it was too easy. Yeah, and so everybody just brought dehydrated meals or just some random snacks from the grind. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like cup noodles or like any ramen. So like, okay, yeah. I I love backpacking and camping, um, and I know like cup noodles is definitely like the easy way out of like meals, but it's definitely that's still like it's still a meal. yeah, it should be easy. I think when you're cooking, especially when you're backpacking, I feel like camping you can get away with cooking up a bit more but when it's backpacking come on noodles that's like the way to go I don't know why she said no but we're glad you survived we're glad you're back so Manny you mentioned that you go backpacking often and I know that you are pretty like outdoorsy and like you do you go climbing as well yeah okay I want to hear just more about that tell us about your interests for those of you for the people listening that might not know you like tell us a little bit about yourself yeah so hi my name is Manny and I'm a health comm major And definitely, yeah, some of my interests do align with a lot of things in the outdoors. I love to go, um, well, I love running, and I think that translates a lot into just the mindset of a ton of other, like, outdoor sports, like backpacking and climbing. And um, I think definitely coming here to PUC, I was able to develop those interests even more. I was able to meet people, and that helped me just support those hobbies more. And, um, yeah, I mean, speaking about backpacking, actually, next year, 2024, I'm going to do the PCT. And for those of you who don't know, that stands for the Pacific Crest Trail. And it's a national scenic trail that goes through 
California, Oregon, and Washington. So, wow. yeah, that's that's my plan. <laughs> After, isn't there like a book yeah. based off? What's it called again? It's called, it's called The Wild. Wild, and it's like a girl that yeah. goes on it. I thought that goes. Does that not go to, through Mexico? No. Am so I... you start. You start in Mexico. It's um, in uh, begins in Campo. So that's, like, right literally at the border. Like, you're next to the border. And, yeah. But I know she... So she... Yeah, Cheryl Strayed. That's her name. And then they made a movie about it, too. I think it was uh, Reese Witherspoon was the actress that they chose for that movie. But she didn't finish it all. But, like, you know, that was her journey. So... But, yeah, it does start, it gets in the border. It doesn't go through Mexico, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Manny is a devoted listener of the podcast as we recently found out and we love her for that and I guess that we just wanted to talk a, a little bit of, about a little bit of everything today um and Manny you mentioned you're a comm major health comm right why did you decide to choose health comm so interesting oh my gosh it's been a journey <laughs> especially and I think so I was listening to one of the episodes you guys talked where like calm really is you can go anywhere with it and because of that it can also just create for me at least it created like a lot of confusion because I looked at my other friends that were nursing majors and they had their future like dun, 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 like class after class was already decided and I was like looking at them I was like oh my gosh I wish I had that you know mm-hmm. and I think you know to go back to the question health calm I think I was, uh, it was like a college days or something, and I came up here senior year, and at that time, I was interested in doing speech pathology, and health comm was just one of those majors that was listed as, like, a good umbrella major, and, like, it's just one of those majors where a lot of pre-professional tracks, or people that with pre-professional tracks, like, choose, and so I was like, okay, I'll do health comm, and so that changed, <laughs> and then I was just health comm, and then last year, I thought I was going to do art therapy. So I was like, pre-art therapy. But then this year, I'm, I was like doing the internship. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this. And so like now, I'm just health come again. But it's just changed a lot. But essentially, why I chose health was just because it was going to be a good like umbrella major. And I love the department here anyway. And I honestly think like being health you're able to really take so many so many classes and like meet so many different professors and majors I think because we were taking literally calm science and then like all the random electives yeah. and if you really take the time you can like learn uh, learn a lot of like different departments yeah yeah so that's really cool yeah. I know Angel Walensky was health calm yeah she was health calm yeah as well she was on one of our previous episodes and I know she was mentioning that that, especially in her field, because she's becoming a dietitian, that that's been like something that's really set her apart from the other people in her program and has really helped her in her field. So I think health comms pretty cool. Yeah, I think honestly, I feel like anyone. OK, this j- just could be like bias, but like genuinely. Because I've been able to see the difference between people that are pre-med, pre-dent, whatever, pre-medicine whatever mm-hmm. field that are like health comp and then those that are just like bio and I'm like oh my gosh the difference <laughs> I mean okay I don't know if this will be censored or not but I'm just saying <laughs> anyone that's going into medicine should be taking as many like calm courses yes. equally and I'm just like like yeah because definitely 
some of these bio folks, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like <laughs> they could work on a lot of things than just being book smart. Exactly. So, I That's definitely, I think, something we talked about in a previous episode. I was mentioning that my sister, she um, was pregnant. She's already had her baby, and I'm an auntie now. But she had never really, she wasn't the kind of person that went to doctors a lot. And so this was a totally new, like, experience for her. And she was very unfamiliar. And she felt really frustrated because she felt like her doctors didn't really know how to communicate with her and, like, explain to her what was happening or, like, what needed. Like, they were just talking in all these, like, fancy terms or not really like yeah or even like figuring out asking her enough questions that she felt was necessary for them to really get a full picture of like her medical history and all that kind of stuff and so I I definitely would agree with you there that like you can be super book smart but if you're working with people like you need to know how to talk to people understand people and make and them understand you as well and like building that trust and just those connections because if they don't trust you it's like they're not you're not going to get anything out of them either right yeah. so absolutely yeah so one of the newest segments that we've started on this show is talking about our adventist upbringing as you all know pacific union college is an adventist college and most students here not all but most um grew up in the adventist church and so matthew and i were sharing a little bit of our experience we've talked about education um, where Matthew was always in academies and Christian schools, and I had a little bit of both. And Manny, we were talking about this a little bit before, but I know that you had, um, you grew up Adventist, but you were always in public school, and now you're at PUC. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, yeah, I was always in public school. Um, I kind of like, I mean, now that I'm grown up, I actually like that I went to public school all throughout, you know, all my primary, secondary, high school education, just because I've, I was able to be exposed to a lot more and, you know, that can go into bad things. But I feel like because of that, I was able to, you know, just learn more and then also know how to defend what I value. Mm -hmm. And I think going back to Adventism, I was able to just like, I wasn't sheltered or, or, like, protected in terms of, like, oh, you're Adventist, so... Does that make sense? Like, I wasn't in an Adventist environment, so I had to even more so protect what I believed in. Yeah. And it helped me also just, like, be able to develop in explaining people to people, like, what I believed in and why I wasn't, like... I don't know, like, you mentioned, like, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the Halloween costume party, whatever. I was like, oh, well, I don't celebrate this. Or, you know, something like that. Or just, like, why I couldn't go on certain events on Sabbath and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it's been interesting, I would say. I am curious because I attended public school for my, um, like, middle school and elementary. But when I went to high school is when I transitioned. When... What do you do? You think that high public high school was easier than public elementary, or vice versa? Like based on your experience, you think kids were more judgmental, or you felt like you had to explain yourself more in one stage of life versus the other? I think um, definitely towards high school, I was feeling more like the need to explain, but not necessarily to like my classmates, but more so like the adults. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because I know elementary. And sometimes middle school, it was just more so they would ask my parents or like I would always go to my parents be like, hey, can you guys help me out in getting out of this event or whatever because they won't let me or whatever. And 
in elementary school, I know it was more so approached with curiosity in terms of my classmates because, you know, everyone's small or, like, younger. So, like, anything new is just like, oh, let me ask about that. And definitely towards high school, um, there was more so uh, that rigidness. Also interesting to know, so I went to charter school. I didn't go to public, like, public public school. So the the size of my school was significantly smaller, but I was – still able to experience like obviously public school just not in the full scale as like going to a school in the bay with like 1200 students you know like my high school was only I think like 500 or 600 folks so it wasn't that big still pretty big yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had 10 people in my class senior class yeah oh my gosh yeah I had I think like 80 88 in my graduating class so that's like small but I know, yeah, definitely big for, like, an academy. But aside from, so I went to a charter school, but I also went to, like, a military school. (laughs) So, yeah, so um, that's, like, even more so, uh, like, a lot of the enforcement was so much more strict compared to, like, a normal normal school. Because I was, I had to explain, like, this stuff to, like, my teachers that were, like, military folk. (laughs) I'm like, guys, freedom of religion, like, please, I I thought you guys would understand. But, um yeah it, yeah it was interesting so you said you went to a military school can you like explain more about that because i didn't know we had a military like schools oh, around here yeah so um my so my school fell under what's called like the california cadet corps and it's uh yeah it's like a corps, and there are a ton of other like military schools in california and mine oakland military institute <laughs> Oh my gosh, people Oakland. can... Yeah, I know, it's in Oakland. So, funny enough, Jerry Brown, fun, like, founded that school together with the Oakland School of Arts, which Zendaya went to that yes. school. Yeah, and so it was, like, sister schools, but, like, polar opposites or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah so, it academically, it was, like, normal. Like, it was, like, a normal structure, middle school, high school, but it's just more so the, the culture and the lifestyle was definitely structured, like, military, whatever. And so... I think it was a good school in that I was able to really step into positions of leadership early on because it was sort of expected um, for students to be like their platoon sergeants or whatever, you know. Um, it's kind of, dude, I low-key have like PTSD though because like all the, like imagine Pathfinders, oh but like gosh. on crack, <laughs> like actually like military, I don't know. Like I have, it's so bad. Like my friends and I from like, you know, back then like we reminisce and we're just like literally hearing the the bugle calls and all that oh my gosh we get like ptsd we're like yeah. oh my gosh and just like getting yelled at when we were like 11 because there was a boot camp to get into the school and it was just like <laughs> like no 11 year old so this is really not like public school at no. all <laughs> like <laughs> it's not adventist but it's no. very much so like man a boot camp like like physical like an yeah. actual yeah, so... Did that contribute to, like, your... PTSD. Well, your PTSD, but, like, your interest in, like, physical, like, oh. outdoorness and, like, all that kind of stuff? Not really. I think the the outdoorsiness and all that came in much later, like, mm. senior year and into, like, freshman year of college. But um, I, I guess, like, f- like, being fit, definitely, because they it was, like, another big emphasis, like, one of the pillars of our school was, like, being physically active or whatever, and so, like, you know, I was, like, on cross-country and track and all that, so, like, my love for running came through that. I also had a really great coach, which also helped foster that, like, love for running, yeah. but definitely not, 
it's so like now I'm open to talking about that I went to like a military school but like I kid you not like after I graduated I was like I am not telling people I went to a military like even in high school and middle school I would be embarrassed to tell people that I went to a military school because it's just like who do you meet like what the it's so random Cadet, Cadet Kelly, is that what that show yeah. movie was called with Hilary Duff? Yeah. You ever watch it, Matthew? No. Come on. Yeah, I know you're watching it. Hilary Duff Disney movies. Uh, oh, no. Disney. Cadet Kelly. Adventism. Adventism. Yeah. No, imagine, yeah, imagine Cadet Kelly, but like it was in boarding school. Oh, but like, yeah. essentially. But the same, so the, even worse, so you, you don't even get the experience of like the you, cool. Yeah. Did you have to wear uniforms? Yes. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, we had like three different types of uniforms and I think now they've updated because I've been able like on LinkedIn (laughs) I see like my school Mm -hmm. and like now they just have one uniform and they reserve so we would have class A and that was like a very formal uniform like we would wear that to parades or whatever and then class B would just be our regular like we would wear slacks a dress shirt and like we would have to wear like all our decorations and stuff like that and that was like three three out of the five days of the week and then like the other two were our PT uniforms, physical training, not physical education, physical training. And um, yeah, that was just more so like, uh, like not sweats, just like athletic clothes. And that was our uniform. Yeah. Okay. So I'm curious. I would imagine that students that go to a school like that, their next jump is like military, like and are joining the military, but you came to PUC, which is an Adventist school that's definitely not military by any means. How did that happen? Like, what drew you to PUC? So I, genuinely, the main reason why I came here is um, financially, it was the best option. Um, It was the cheapest school to attend, and I got the most scholarships out of here, the most grants and stuff like that, compared to just um going to UCs or state schools because my school had a really strong emphasis on like college education surprisingly like not just the military but like you're going to college so senior year they would force us <laughs> they force us to like apply to I think at least five state schools and at least three UCs so I got into almost all the schools I applied to but I still chose PUC because it was the cheapest option and then also growing up you know all public school I wanted to go somewhere where being Adventist wasn't something to always have to explain. You know, I wanted to go to the school where the topic of like Sabbath and Friday night wasn't something that would always be stressing me out, you know? And I, it's, been, it's been nice. I genuinely, I've enjoyed my, like, my time here because, you know, I can be Adventist without feeling embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But like, that's another topic I feel we can cover. Cause yes. like, even here, I feel, you sometimes have to be like even with the stuff that I wouldn't really question I'd be like oh wait am I the only one that still does this you know or something you know things about that so I think PUC is definitely one of the Adventist schools where you meet a lot more than than what meets I I don't know how to explain it and I think this could also do with like nursing the nursing culture here I mean we get a ton of people that aren't even Adventist so like it's a different it's like a melting pot almost Yeah, yeah That's really interesting that you wanted to come here. Or I mean, being that you're Adventist, you went to a public school, like you wanted to come to an Adventist school because I feel like it's kind of the opposite with academy kids. Mm. They experience academy life like all their life and then they just want to go out to like the public school system or if they are here, they're <laughs> always complaining. Yeah. So but like, yeah. How did, where does this put you? <laughs> oh, me? I mean, for me, I, I didn't really care where I went, honestly. Like, I mean, I applied to like different states and UCs 
Uh, well, I didn't really get into them because I forgot to turn in my SAT on time. But <laughs> so PUC was my last option. But I chose PUC because I could have gone to community college, honestly, if I wanted to. But I chose to go to PUC because, like, I knew, like, a lot of people here. And I was already in, like, an academy life. So I was like, you know, I might as well just stay in the Adventist system because I already know a lot about it. And I could use that to my advantage and, you know, get a lot of help. Yeah. And I was telling, like, Jenica, like, there's a lot of people in the previous podcast. There's a lot of people, like, in the Adventist system that you can get help from. So, which mm-hmm. I saw as an opportunity, like, to take advantage of. Yeah. This is a really interesting topic, I think, for me, like, what we've just been touching on because right now I'm in on intercultural communication and so you know you have to pick a culture to study but it can't be really like an ethnicity like a big broad one and so I decided um to choose to study Adventist college students and it's I technically I don't really identify as an Adventist I grew up in the Adventist church but right now I wouldn't say that I am Adventist or even maybe Christian I'm not really sure and so I feel like it's safe to say that I'm not a part of this culture but um, what was interesting to me what I wanted to figure out is because exactly what you're saying where like there might be some people that say that they're Adventist and um but they don't necessarily like practice every single thing, which is okay. But like, I'm curious to see like how that does play out for college students specifically, because especially if you grew up in the church your whole life, college is kind of the chance for you. Like you're away from your parents. You're not being forced to go to church or or to Vespers like every week or to pray before your meals or to do X, Y, Z. But also like if, if you were converted into Adventism, maybe like, you know, it's very important for you and you want to practice everything or, you know, just like a whole mixture of both. There's definitely a whole lot. Um, so I think that's a really interesting point you made up. And I definitely think we could do a whole other podcast for sure talking about mm-hmm. like just that fact. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if you would be down to come on the podcast again, I feel like that could make for a great other episode, especially the culture mm-hmm. aspect that you were talking about with people. Um, you know, being raised in the Hispanic church versus the English churches or the Asian churches and things like that and how that plays a role for sure. Oh my goodness. Definitely great conversation topics. I think so. Um, Manny, we're getting a little bit close to time here. So is there anything else that you would like to say just to the people listening? Um, as a senior, you're graduating this year with along with the rest of us. Is there like what piece of advice or insight or anything would you want to leave your mark with? So definitely I've been living by the words full send recently. Yes. I mean, okay, genuinely I think this changed like over the pandemic because I during that time I, lo- I was looking back and I was like, what did I do that last year that was significant? And I realized like not that much. And then after I was like, you know what? I'm going to do like every single thing and not really regret it, but rather look at it as something to grow with. And you know, concluding college or, you know, this experience, I've realized it's just no matter how silly you might feel sometimes, you just have to do things. And then after, you just know, like, look at it back as more so I grew from this rather than this is this was so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, with that being said, guys, full send. <laughs> full send. Absolutely. Mine in kind of the same vibe in high school was I would always say screw it and do it. Like just, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Like Nike. What's what's your way of saying that, Matthew? Um, 
I don't know, but I would definitely agree with the full send because I definitely embodied that this year. Kind of just, I mean, I, I still care about my classes and all that, but when it comes to like other stuff, you know, I'm just letting it happen, like letting life take control. Yeah. But awesome. yeah. Awesome. Well, Manny, thank you so much for talking with us today. This was really fun, and I would love to have you back on. We only. Matthew and I are only going to be hosting this podcast for just a few more weeks because graduations come around the corner. So that brings me to my next point where if there is anybody else listening who is going to still be at PUC next year and is preferably a communications major and you'd be interested in taking over and hosting the podcast for a quarter or a year or whatever the situation may be, go ahead and give reach out to us somehow via the calm Instagram or PUC emails, um, jlnieto at puc.edu, and let us know because we're definitely looking for some replacements. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Happy once again. Absolutely, we loved it, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>